This is Christian Meditation for a Bigger Life. I'm Dave Cover. I want to help you with Christian meditation and experience God's presence through biblically guided imagination, where you can draw near to God and get the stress and anxiety out of your mind, out of your heart, and out of your body, so you can live a bigger life. If your podcast app is set to skip silent sections, disable that for this podcast. Let's begin by lying flat on your back or sitting comfortably in a chair and uncross your legs and arms. And if you can, close your eyes and just begin by taking in a deep breath in through your nose into your belly and try to focus your mind on making your belly rise with each intake of new breath. Sending the air low into your belly, breathing in slowly and exhaling slowly, calmly, getting a slow rhythm of breathing going, quieting things down in your mind and body, bringing a sense of quiet. Breathing in through your nose. And try to let your out-breath be longer than your in-breath. And on your next in-breath, hold it for just a moment. Feeling it in your belly. And then when it becomes slightly uncomfortable, go ahead and release your breath. That feeling of your body releasing, letting go, easing. That's a feeling that you can bring into your body as you focus on the sensation of your body releasing and letting go. That sensation of your body relaxing with each out-breath is what you want to try to focus your mind on, keeping your mind focused on that feeling. Clenched muscles releasing. Almost as if your mind is going inside your body and you're feeling your body from within. And you're feeling the sensation of your body dropping. Feeling heavier with each out breath. Letting go of holding yourself up. With each out breath, Use your imagination to feel your body falling toward the surface you're on. Completely letting go. And feeling the sensation of that feeling. Breathing in through your nose. Calmly, quietly. And breathing out and having your breath become a little slower, a little longer. as your body is settling into this meditation. Focus your mind on feeling your feet just lying there and just notice your toes and the tops of your feet and the bottoms of your feet, your heels. 
the insides of your feet. You can focus your mind anywhere you want if you just intentionally put your mind's focus there. And that's what you're doing now. And so you can keep your mind focused on feeling your body throughout this meditation. And you'll get better at it with time, with practice. When you find you've wandered and your mind is thinking about something else, just bring it back to what we're focusing on in this meditation. Don't get frustrated with yourself. It happens to everybody all the time. It's normal. But you're learning to get better at this with practice. Focus takes practice. Focus on feeling your ankles. Your feet, your ankles. And now your calves and your shins. Focus your mind there. And if you feel any tension in your calf muscles, let it go with the next out breath. Focus on your knees. Now bring your mind's awareness to feeling your thighs. It's almost as if your brain is going inside your thighs and you're feeling the life inside your thighs, the weight. And you're letting your thighs release tension, release tightness. And now focus your mind on feeling both legs just lying there. Feeling limp. Not carrying you anywhere. Focus your mind on feeling both legs at the same time and your feet. Now bring your mind's awareness to your hips and see if you can release tension in your hips. Feeling your hips and feeling your hips release tension. Any clenched tightness in your hips letting go. Feeling your buttocks muscles. If you can sense your pelvic floor muscles. Releasing tension, releasing tightness there. Breathing in through your nose and keeping your breathing going. And as you exhale on your next out breath, bring your mind's awareness to your gut muscles, your abdomen. And see if you feel any tension there, any tightness that you can let go. Each time you breathe out, it's like you're breathing out relaxation into your muscles. Bringing your focus around to your back. Sensing your back muscles all the way up and down your back, from your buttocks all the way up to your shoulders. If there's any tension there, see if you can release it. And now bring your mind's awareness to your shoulders and letting your shoulders drop. Breathing relaxation into your shoulders. And having that sense of 
letting go and relaxation moving down your arms. And your arms feeling heavy, just dropping completely toward the surface you're on. And see if you can focus on both arms at the same time, both hands, fingers and thumbs. Bringing your mind's awareness to feeling your muscles and your arms completely let go. And feeling the presence of your fingers and thumbs. The distance between them. The distance between both hands and arms. Now see if you can feel both arms and both legs at the same time. And with your next out breath, see if you can make them fall limp a little bit more. You don't have to hold yourself up. You're letting go of holding yourself up. Now bring your mind's awareness to your neck, the muscles around your neck. See if you can release any tension there with your next out breath. And moving up the back of your head. Sensing the muscles in the back of your head, if there's any tightness there, see if you can let it go. Inside your brain, right there at the top of your neck, the bottom of your head, your skull, inside there is a part of your brain called the limbic system. This is your fight or flight part of your brain. This is the part of your brain that feels threatened, that feels like it needs to defend yourself. It goes into this mode of self-defense quickly. This is the part that feels anxious, worry, stress quickly, reacts self-defensively quickly. Just use your imagination and see if you can imagine letting that part of your brain relax, release, let go. You're not in danger. You're not being threatened right now. You can let go. See if you can just imagine that part of your brain feeling at ease, feeling calm, feeling quiet. And now bring your mind's awareness to the top of your head, your scalp. And see if you can let go of tension there. Muscles often get tight there and we don't even know it. See if you can release any tension in your scalp. And down your forehead. And the sides of your head. And around your eyes, behind your eyes in your eyelids. See if you can imagine your eyes just lying there in their sockets without any tightness or tension. 
letting your cheeks drop, your face release completely, your jaw drop. Now see if you can bring your mind's focus to being aware of your head and your feet at the same time. Focusing your mind on your feet, your toes, and your head at the same time. Feeling your head and your feet from within at the same time. And now see if you can feel your entire body at the same time. Your legs, your arms, your head, your feet, your abdomen, your back. And you're having this sense that your body is very heavy. You're just lying there, letting your body drop toward the surface you're on. And you're feeling this sense of quiet. We've been looking at the passage in Romans 12, verse 2 says, Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So just continue your breathing in and out, calmly relaxing your body. And let's talk about that phrase a little bit. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. The renewing of your mind is something that's in the present tense. It's something that can still happen. You can still renew, make new, the way your mind operates. Now, when the Bible talks about being transformed by the renewing of your mind, it's way, way ahead of its time because it's only until recently that we've realized that the brain is constantly rewiring itself. It is constantly changing. It's not hardwired. The wiring in your brain is always making new pathways. It's called neuroplasticity. Your brain is always reforming, reshaping, renewing itself in different ways. And it's an amazing thing. Our brains are constantly changing, rewiring to match our repeated Behaviors such as what we repeatedly do and see and repeatedly say and think. And that's how we have the ability to become specifically good at extraordinary things if we give it enough practice. Repeated behaviors, words, experiences, and thoughts actually create new synapses between neurons in the brain. The brain's always actively doing that. It's not something that's been hardwired and it just stays. It's constantly rewiring, literally changing your brain. So complex skills such as speaking a language with the correct grammar automatically or typing on a keyboard with all your fingers knowing where each letter is without looking at them playing scales on an instrument like a piano or a guitar, swinging a golf club, or people texting now with their thumbs, are the result of your brain creating new wiring to match behaviors. And it's just 
something that becomes automatic. Sometimes we call this muscle memory, but it's really just neural plasticity physically changing the brain. Your brain actually changed so that you can skillfully repeat actions you do often. And the more you practice, the more these skills can be executed blazingly fast. Muscle memory. And we can get a kind of muscle memory when it comes to automatic responses of stress and anxiety and insecurity when practiced enough. Anxiety is a learned response that's the result of lots of practice. So when you have tension and anxiety and it's something you practice over and over for weeks, months, years, even if you're unaware of it, your brain and your body inadvertently practice it and create large neural pathways so that your brain, your body is skillful at it. Your brain is wired, literally changed, so that it becomes easier to get stressed and anxious in situations that didn't cause as much stress and anxiety before. In other words, there are certain skills your brain gets fast at doing that you don't want to be fast at doing. You don't want to be skilled at doing it. But because you do it more and more, it becomes more and more automatic. Like feeling easily threatened in situations where feeling threatened is not serving your best interest. You don't want to feel threatened. Or thinking you're in danger in circumstances where it causes reactions in you that are a greater danger than your circumstance. It's not good for your well-being. It's not your circumstance itself. It's now your reaction to it that's causing the problem. In other words, responses of anxiety, stress, self-protective reflexes in your social reactions or in your body's muscles or physiology, feelings of defensiveness. Your brain has wired itself by your repeated practice of these responses to certain situations and circumstances. You're getting good at quickly feeling anxious and stressed and tense. And so these responses happen very quickly, they're automatic, they're blazingly fast, before your logical brain gets a chance to actually assess the situation. This is called a limbic response. It's the part of your brain that we talked about earlier, the fight or flight, freeze or fright part of your brain, rather than the reasoning part of your brain. And once your brain goes into a limbic response, feelings of insecurity and anxiety rise quickly. Defensiveness, muscles tighten, adrenaline and cortisol floods your body chemistry, and visible body language quickly affects your interactions with others. Nobody likes it when this happens, but they're not sure how to stop it. It's so automatic. That's because of neuroplasticity. The brain created wiring for this quick response because of years of practice. That's true for all kinds of things in our lives. The big principle of neuroplasticity is this. 
neurons that fire together wire together. So somebody says something and you feel threatened by it. And then somebody says something again and you feel threatened by it and you get used to having that be the two things that go together. These neurons are firing together and so they're wiring together. When somebody does this, you feel threatened. Somebody gets praise for something, you feel threatened. Somebody else gets praise for something, you feel threatened. And it's repeated and it's being practiced and this becomes your automatic response. You're home alone at night, you feel scared. The next time you're home alone at night, you feel scared. It becomes automatic. You work with very talented people, you feel inadequate. Somebody ignores you, you feel angry and start finding faults with them. These neurons that fire together start wiring together. And the longer you practice unchecked anxiety, the more you create and use and deepen the anxiety pathway in your brain. The more you allow yourself to get defensive, the more you create and use and deepen the defense mechanism in your brain. The more you use this pathway, the bigger and stronger it gets. It becomes like a highway. It gets really big and really strong and everything starts traveling on it. The stronger this pathway gets, the more automatic your brain gets at producing more anxiety, self-protective reflexes, even in situations that wouldn't have produced it before. But the good news has been in the Bible all along. Romans 12, 2. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. You can be transformed. Your life can be transformed. Your reactions and responses to certain situations can be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Remember the context of this verse is the verse before it, or two verses before it, where he says, for from him and through him and for him are all things. Everything in your life, every moment in your life, everything you have is from him and through him and for him. This is the foundational reality. And if we get this wrong, then things in our life go wrong. But when we think the opposite, that our life is ours and it's from us and through us and for us, that our life has what we have and that becomes the focus of our life, then we're going to get easily threatened and we're going to become easily anxious and we're going to get easily defensive because, well, it's all up to us. This is a what used to be called a paradigm shift back in the 90s. That was the big term. It's a paradigm shift. Because it's completely turning right side up how you see your life from him and through him and for him is everything in your life, is your life and everything in it. It's all from him. It all happens through him. It's all for him. And when this starts to become something your brain starts to assume as reality, it starts changing the things that threaten you and don't threaten you. Now, in a perfect situation response kind of thing, you would be able to say that to yourself 
whenever you felt insecure or anxious? Well, it's from him and through him and for him are all things. Or what Daniel 5.23 says, He is the God who holds in his hand your life and all your ways. But it's super hard for our brain because it's already deeply wired to have an insecure, anxious, and self-protective response. So we're not going to naturally, automatically think, well, it's okay because he's the God who holds in his hand my life and all my ways. From him and through him and for him are all things in my life. That's not going to be our automatic response. Our brain's been wired differently now through practice of anxiety and insecurity. But remember what the Apostle Paul wrote in 2 Corinthians 3.18, and we all who contemplate the Lord's glory are being transformed with ever-increasing glory. That's the secret to being transformed. The renewing of your mind is contemplating God's glory As you contemplate God's glory, that's what Christian meditation is. Contemplating God's glory and feeling His glory, the image of His glory, that from Him and through Him and for Him are all things, that He is the God who holds in His hand your life and everything in it. But as you contemplate the Lord's glory in that kind of way, fire these neurons together, feeling your body from within, this feeling that we're doing in Christian meditation as you become focused on being aware of your body, and at the same time imagining God's glory together as the two thoughts go together, neurons that fire together wire together, So as you feel your body, you're also imagining God's glory. He holds in his hand your life and everything in it. From him and through him and for him are all things. And as you practice that, doing that together, in Christian meditation, neurons that fire together, wire together with time. This is like practicing your scales on a piano. It can be very helpful in transforming your life. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. We all who contemplate the Lord's glory are being transformed with ever-increasing glory. So again, take in a deep breath. And as you exhale... Imagine God's glory. He holds in his hand your life and everything in it. And feel that glory into your body, feeling your body from within and focusing on feeling your body from within and contemplating the Lord's glory at the same time. All things in your life are from him and through him and for him. Your life itself is from him, it's through him, and for him. And feel that image into your body. 
And as you practice this more and more in Christian meditation, then when a situation arises at work, in your family, or some other situation that would normally cause you to feel threatened and insecure, you can bring your mind's awareness to your body, and the presence of your body, and the presence of God's glory in you and with you. He is the one who holds in his hand your life and everything in it. So be transformed by the renewing of your mind, contemplating the Lord's glory as you do your being transformed, Paul says, with ever-increasing glory. So take a deep breath, in through your nose, into your belly. And as you breathe out, contemplate the Lord's glory from Him, through Him, and for Him are all things. If you found this podcast helpful, please subscribe so you'll be sure to receive our next episode each Tuesday and Thursday morning. Our audio engineer is Diego Huaman. Thanks for listening to Christian Meditation for a Bigger Life.